Hi there, and welcome back to the Stubbs and Bammer Luxury Group podcast, or the SBLG podcast. I'm Savannah, your local San Clemente expert, here with my co-host. Andrew Lynn, your Huntington Beach local expert. And today, we're going to be talking about a dreaded to some topic of the long-awaited housing crash. Of 2022. Yes. The Um, big crash that's coming. The big crash. So, I know, I've heard it. You've heard it. I'm sure any professional in the real estate industry has heard it, that there is a huge crash coming. I mean, with everything going on in the world, inflation, gas prices, (gasps) the pandemic, with how quickly real estate has appreciated these past few years, there has to be a crash coming. And it seems like this year, right? I mean, no, I thought it was supposed to be last year. Or I thought it was supposed to be the year before that. No, it was the year before that. I think it was 2019. Oh, yeah. Anyways, we've been waiting for this crash <laughs> for a really long time. And so I want to go over some of the key topics of what's actually happening in this real estate market coming from information, real sourced based um, portfolios that are going to give you an idea of where things are at and when this so-called crash is going to be really happening. The big crash. The big crash. When is the big crash coming? So let's get into um, laying out some of the simple facts that you and I both already know about Orange County. Yes. Orange County is a beautiful place to live. Some would mm-hmm. even say it's one of the best places to live in the world. Totally. So I want to talk about the value of home prices in Orange County okay. versus other places that are really desirable like Orange County, such as LA, mm-hmm. San Francisco. I mean, their prices are sky high and they've always been a lot higher than Orange County, yep. right? Yep. I come I can't I come from the Bay Area, so I know. Yes, and we um, both lived in LA before, so we both know very well how high they can be. Yes. Unfortunately, you can't convince me that LA is four times nicer than Orange County. We did an LA versus Orange County episode, and I know that there's a lot of pros about LA too, but you can't convince me that Orange County is four times or six times less than San Francisco or LA. I mean, there's and this is why there's so many people that are coming Moving. from LA to Orange County. Yeah, and not even just California cities. Like people are coming from New York, places like hotspots that are the real estate is just mm-hmm. through the roof and has always has been. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, and we're seeing buyers come from other states All as over well the place. too. Yeah, and I think a lot of the things that happened with the pandemic um, is that a lot of people were able to work at home, mm-hmm. and so they wanted to work and live somewhere that they really enjoyed. And so we saw a lot of people moving from places like New York, San Francisco, L.A., down to Orange County to have a more, what you call, relaxed and enjoyable lifestyle. Totally. And they're like, I want more space um, and I can work from home. So location's not too important. So that's why I want to choose Orange County because I still get that lifestyle that I'm looking for, being close to the beach, shopping, all these amazing world-class attractions. Yes. And um, I think that... Like there was a lot of speculation with Orange County for the pandemic that just in general, real estate in the pandemic, we've seen it go up and up and up. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Well, the fact of the matter is that today versus the last big crash that we had, 2007, 2008 time, Mm -hmm. it seems crazy because Orange County prices are high, not as high as LA and San Francisco, but nevertheless, they are high and it seems like they have to come down. I would say wrong because it seems crazy, like I was saying, but people today 
make enough to afford these prices that are in Orange County. Yeah. So people today are much more qualified for their mortgages than they were back in 2007, 2008, when they had that big crash. Yeah. A lot of that big crash happened because of bad loans that people were unqualified to make their payments. Right? And people are having more assets to back these mortgages. So mm -hmm. they have more savings in the bank. They have higher credit scores as well too. So these buyers out there are more qualified than they have ever been. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that, and I, I'm hearing a lot like, oh, like when are these foreclosures or people defaulting on their mortgages oh, happening? Yeah, thing. Um, and I don't think that's gonna happen just because home values have increased so much. So if they have struggled to make their payments or whatnot, their home values have increased to the point where they can just say, hey, well, I wanna put my home on the market and it's worth more than what I owe on it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the other thing, why what's dri driving things are also supply and demand. I think oh, uh, 100%. That's the big thing. You're getting ahead of me. I haven't even oh. gotten to those points yet. <laughs> don't even, don't touch all the points all right, that I have to make. Away, He's giving so. all, he just gave out like five different nuggets that I had, but that's fine, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> I'm getting no. ahead of myself, yeah. I know. I'm getting too excited Yeah. <laughs> for this bubble that's about to come. <laughs> yeah. So basically, point for this little section is 15 years ago, prices were really high, wages were low, and mortgage rates were over 6%. Okay, today prices are still high. Wages, however, have increased, so people are able to afford their mortgage payments and are very qualified for them. And the mortgage rate, even after the recent spike, is still well below 6%. Yeah. So and we're not in the same criteria that we were back in 2007. It's no. very different. Um, e and even though interest rates just increased, I mean, by the time the podcast comes out, I mean, interest rates increased yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, but we are still right where pandemic level, like right before the pandemic, where more um, interest rates were for mortgages. We just underwent a really large, I would say, spike in a short amount of time. And have you seen buyer demand fall off? No. No, not here in Orange ins County, still maybe insane. somewhere else, but mm -hmm. not here. We're still seeing like 20, 30 offers out there. And um, yeah. So to my other point with being able to get a mortgage during the housing bubble, which is exactly what it was back then, it was a bubble. Um, it was much easier for you to get a mortgage than it is today. Yep. As an example, there were people with credit scores way below 620. And according to credit.org, between 550 and 619 is considered poor credit. And I'm looking at a graph right here, you can't see it, but you can see that from 2003 to 2007, the people who had poor credit and received loans and were qualified for them was huge. Today, there's barely any people with low credit, like these really poor credit levels yeah. that are getting a mortgage they all have moderate to good and best credit yeah and then um because back then they were getting like there were no paper loans where you can get a mortgage without pro providing financial statements documents mm -hmm. um like with your income pay yeah. stubs but nowadays the lenders are asking for bank statements pay stubs tax returns um just to qualify the the buyers up front yeah so they're even buyers as i mentioned earlier they're even more qualified than they have been because and these uh, lending standards have been more rigorous. Yeah, and it was totally a learning experience for the whole industry too, and the US of what happened back then. The United mm -hmm. States didn't want this to happen again too. And you know, lending standards are very different than they were then. It was a learning experience for everyone. So let's tap into the foreclosure situation a little bit that you already touched on. <laughs> <laughs> kind of spilled the beans on that one. But let's talk about, yeah. So, you know, we hear about not only the bubble, but oh, I'm just going to wait for the foreclosures to happen because a lot of people are in 
um, forbearance and they're going to go into foreclosure because of the pandemic. I heard that last year and I heard that the year before. Not and now so much now. Yeah, not as much now because <laughs> I think people are starting to realize now after a couple of years, it's probably not happening and for a good reason. So let's talk a little bit about why. There's no doubt that the 2020 and 21 numbers are impacted by the forbearance program that the United States put out because, as I was saying, the United States doesn't want something to happen today like yep. it did in 2008. It was learning experience for everyone, and it's not going to happen again. So this created a lot of help for homeowners facing uncertainty during the pandemic. However, there are fewer than 800,000 homes left in the program today, which most of them will be able to work out their repayment plan with their banks. But this isn't even half of people that were in foreclosure in 2007, 2008. Mm -hmm. So let's just say, for kicks and giggles, that all of those homes came onto the market in the United States, <laughs> we'd still be in an inventory crisis. Mm -hmm. yeah. There would still be we're high still buyer short. demand. We're still short. And in Orange County, um, to put it into local perspective, there's only a handful of homes that are distressed mm -hmm. all across Orange County. Right. So does that kind of, I feel like that's a huge thing to think about. Like, even if all of those homes came on the market, we'd still be in an inventory crisis. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. Last but not least is very simple. Everyone understands this. Simple supply and demand. Even with the recent... Um, spike increase in the mortgage rate, which isn't huge. It's still well below 6%, but it was a pretty fast um, increase. There's still a huge buyer demand in Orange County, especially. I would say across all of the United States, but specifically for us, there's huge demand in Orange County. I mean, I just submitted an offer yesterday and guess how many offers this home had? How many? 12. Which isn't like I've seen more, but like it was just a regular schmegular house. Yeah. 12 offers. <laughs> so I can only imagine how many people actually went through and looked at the house, but there were 12 ready, willing, and able buyers, pre-approved bank statements, all ready to go, some cash buyers too, that, you know, were ready to go, 12 of them. And so it's just like, there's so much demand, especially in Orange County with people who want to move from LA, from New York, out of state to here. And don't get me wrong, there are people who move from California to different states as well but it hasn't affected the demand that we're seeing. No. And I mean, in that scenario, only one person can get that home. So you like out of 12, 12, you'll have one person getting the home and 11 other qualified buyers out there still looking. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just one home. And there's yeah. plenty of those scenarios out there in, um, that we've seen Yeah. and still lines out the door for open houses. Yeah. So bottom line, when is this house crash coming? Maybe when interest rates go up later this year, but actually, I don't think so. Demand is still so high, yeah, and we're not going to see the supply meet that demand, even with all the new inventory coming. And I don't want to, um, like, go off on when is the crash going to come because everything that we've gone over, you can clearly see there isn't a crash coming. These rates are, these rates and prices are really strong, and they're going to continue to rise. So even with um, rates going up, it's going to pull back buyer demand a little bit. But even if buyer demand is pulled back to, let's say, um, instead of 12, let's say it was six offers per this house, 50% less offers on this last house that I just submitted on. It's still a lot of offers. Mm -hmm. Still a lot. And a lot of cash buyers out there. Yeah. 
So even if you went from 12 to six, it's still a huge buyer pool out there that you're gonna be competing with. And it's going to be in your best benefit to get into the Orange County real estate market as soon as possible to gain the equity that you could have seen from buying the past two years ago. You're still yeah. gonna see it two years from now. And we're seeing clients like that purchased a year ago and they're ready to already make a move into a bigger space and they're taking advantage of the equity that they, um, the equity and appreciation they've have uh, from mm -hmm. this last year alone. I mean, I helped my clients buy a house in January. You were there for the inspection. Yep. They already have equity in their house. Yeah. So and it's, it's a nice property. It is nice, and they were just shocked that they already have like equity. And they also, I know for that specific scenario, your, your buyers put in a pretty competitive offer. They did. We were actually not the highest offer because of our competitive terms, which is why you need to get with us on a buyer's consultation. But, you know, we went, what was it? I think it was like $40,000 over list price. And we were still not the highest offer. Yeah. And we'll probably talk a little bit more about that in our next episode about what am I going to do if I'm putting an offer in that's so high above asking? Oh, yeah. So I think we'll save that for our next episode and talk a little bit more about that. Yes. So bottom line, there is going to be no housing crash of 2022. Um, stop listening to CNN and Fox tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, even with interest rates going up, I don't think there's going to be this demand that is going to there's so much down. demand, like it's the same thing. Even with even if all the houses that are in the forbearance program came on the market, we'd there'd still be so many qualified buyers out there that are looking to buy. And even way back when in 2007, interest rates were over six percent, and people were still buying houses. Yeah, and I think we're probably going to see more buyers out there this summer as well too, because that's when the seasonality picks up. Mm -hmm. Like even if we get to six percent, which I don't think we'll quite get year. there. No, we definitely won't get there this year, but. I, you know, you'll have to consult your, consult your um, mortgage broker on that. But I mean, even at 6%, that's still a relatively good rate. Yeah. So that's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a fantastic episode. Yeah. We will talk to you guys next episode and we're excited to see you back here. Yeah. And I'm Andrew Lynn, your Huntington Beach local expert. You can find me at Andrew Lynn Homes. And I'm Savannah, your San Clemente local expert. And you can find me at Savannah Corrales on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find the team at SB Luxury Group on Instagram or any social media platform, really. Yeah. And if you have any questions, submit them to podcasts at lug, uh, podcast <laughs> at SBLuxuryGroup.com and be sure to like and subscribe. Yep. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.